Hey everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the Embodied Business Podcast. I'm excited to talk to you today about being okay with stagnation in your business. This is something I heard quite a few people struggle with in the last few months and it's definitely something that's been on my own mind in the last two years, really kind of grappling with what that means, how we can move through it, how we can trust the process, just coming up with a bunch of ideas that make it feel a little bit less horrible when you're just not growing for some time. So yeah, I'm just sitting on a Friday afternoon in my bed, looking at my little bullet point list and thinking about you, my listeners, and it feels quite nice to be recording again. Before I dive into the topic, just a few updates from me. I'm in week three of my course at university and I'm really, really loving it. It feels like I'm giving my brain a break from the kind of thinking that I've been doing in my business for the past almost eight years and it feels like a really fertile thing to do. Um, there's all these little new connections uh, being built and new ideas coming forward and I'm very intentionally just holding them for now, like inviting them in, playing a little bit but not really sharing them yet or starting anything big and dramatic new because I love my work. I don't actually want to share, uh, change a ton about it but you know, there's definitely something kind of happening behind the scenes and it feels good. Otherwise, it's the last few days of my back to school sale, which has been running for almost two weeks. Um, all my courses are 50% off until Sunday the 25th. Um, you can also join the livelihood community at the current pricing for the last time. I'm going to increase in line with inflation, which is wild at the moment in the UK. And when we next open next year. And I'm also offering uh, 12 month payment plans as a one off. So usually the six month payment plans and at the moment as part of the sale, I'm offering a 12 month payment plan. And then finally, you can also join my creative community on a pay what you want basis rather than the usual sliding scale. I'll link to all that in the show notes if you want to check it out. Otherwise, this week I've made a winter well-being plan and that's been really sweet to think about kind of really, you know, wondering how do I want to situate myself in communities online and offline? How do I want to get cozy with the people I love? Um, blocking time in my calendar to take time off. And if you're working for yourself as well, this is your reminder, late September, it is the time. Look at your calendar now for December, January and decide what time you want to take off. Block it, close your booking system, whatever you need to do, but Make sure that you're not keeping that until November when it becomes a lot more difficult to put things in place and justify the time off. I also really want to write again this winter. Um, in 2019, I wrote a bunch of zines and then in 2020, I wrote my first book called Rituals. And since I've just kind of not really had the headspace for totally understandable reasons, but I'm keen to get back to writing. And I also am thinking about offering a creative retreat around the new year because I I personally really dislike New Year's Eve. I've not had many great experiences that day. In fact, the big accident I had was on New Year's Eve in 2020. And I want to do it differently with other people who also want to do it differently. So I'll share more about that as soon as I can. It might be a collaboration, which means that I'm still waiting 
for some feedback from a bunch of people but as soon as that is ready to sign up for I'll let you know and so yeah with that let me dive into what we can do to be okay with stagnation in our businesses so the first thing I want to ask is like what even is counting as stagnation if you're feeling like you're stagnating at the moment can you get a little bit more specific about what that means does it mean that you're not coming up with new ideas does it mean that your social media following isn't growing does it mean that people are not signing up for what you're offering are you struggling financially um or are you keeping fairly stagnant steady but nothing really new is coming forward so you know whatever it is try to not judge it which i know is so much easier said than done but we just want to get a little bit clearer at this stage uh, you know what does that really mean to stagnate in your business and then i also want to ask you know where is that idea coming from that we can always grow because really in our hearts of hearts we know that no being no season no idea no project no livelihood can grow endlessly that is a really harmful capitalist idea and it's one thing to agree to that right like many of us especially listening to the podcast i guess will agree that stagnation and even things dying down for a while and being really kind of underground in winter mode is a totally normal part of the process and yet when we're actually experiencing that in our own livelihoods our own lives then can be deeply uncomfortable because obviously it's culturally not celebrated as such uh, what we are celebrating culturally is growth and new ideas and youthfulness and energizing ideas so maybe look around your own life have a, after having looked at you know what stagnation or this feeling of stagnation really looks like for you right now then ask yourself in my life um being really specific where are, where are the ideas around that being a problem coming from maybe that is the instagram messages you're seeing maybe it's family maybe it's teachers maybe it's just old stories maybe it's the media you consume maybe you can identify some sources that feel like actually the message that i'm getting here i want to step away from a little bit with kindness and love you don't have to burn any bridges but you know sometimes space is good and then i also want to share the idea that building self-trust is a really important practice in any any endeavor i guess but specifically in building a business because you're making all these micro decisions day to day you're wearing all these different hats you're your product developer and customer service person and maybe you're making graphics or you're writing newsletters maybe you're also hosting a podcast maybe you're doing your own bookkeeping you know many of us do all these different things and they're all kind of different hats and not necessarily hats that we've chosen or would have applied for as a job but that just come with being self-employed or building a livelihood and so that can feel overwhelming and it's easy sometimes to second guess ourselves especially when we're stagnating or things are not growing in the way that we had hoped and so I really like to ask people to think about ways that really grow their self-trust. And I think self-trust can sometimes be a little bit different to self-esteem or our general self-image. Um I think it's more about, you know, maybe I'm not 
super person <laughs> maybe I don't have superpowers I mean I do obviously we all have superpowers but I can see my own flaws but I trust myself to make things work regardless I think that's a really nice place to be in because there's no perfectionism in that it doesn't mean that you have to show up 120% every day it means you figure things out as you go along and you know that you might make mistakes but you're you're just trusting yourself to make it work That's been like my big affirmation for 2020 and 2021 was just, I, I trust myself to make this work. And in some ways I did. And it was really helpful to remind myself that I really want to build that trust in myself. So think about what, what is giving you that kind of trust. Maybe that's celebrating the work you have already done. So maybe just the fact that you started a business or you started listening to some business podcasts Or you had an idea and you really took that idea serious, even if you haven't kind of brought that idea forward and haven't built a, a livelihood around it yet. You had an idea, you made space in your heart and your mind for some creative invention and you took it serious, you gave it some space. So that's really beautiful, right? Not everyone does that. And you can celebrate that. And I think the more you celebrate those small wins, the bigger your self-trust grows and the easier it becomes to make clear, aligned and powerful decisions in navigating your next steps. Maybe it's also feedback you already got. I keep banging on about keeping a feedback folder, which I really think is so, so important. I have a feedback folder. I go into it regularly if I feel imposter syndrome or I feel like I'm not where I should be, I'm behind just open these emails from people who said nice things to me who said that they enjoyed my free virtual weekend or the free workshop they attended or they're having a really good time in my livelihood community and they learned something that really is helping them right now and that just means the world to me and it reminds me that even if things are sometimes slow or even you know going backward some somehow they are also moving forward and there's been goodness in my past and there's going to be goodness in my future. So maybe for you, it's also talking to specific people that really feel like they're just great cheerleaders and they really understand your vision. Maybe that's another source of self-trust for you. I also think that engaging with our numbers in our business is a really meaningful and important thing, especially when we're worried about stagnating. So... <clears throat> And as part of many workshops I teach, um, I share something I call the business planning sheet. And you can totally make your own or you can come to one of my workshops. I'll share it there. But basically idea, the idea is that you first um, really nail down what your outgoings are in your life, in your private life right now. So that might be rent or mortgage, your bills, food, transport, insurances, all these different things, taxes and so forth. So you get really clear on what your minimum income is and sometimes sometimes people also choose to have like an ideal income that gives them more wiggle room and more of a sense of abundance but then also like a minimum income which is like you know the the under the lower limit basically of what they need to make to feel safe each month and then you can also um, look at the other aspect of the sheet which identifies your different income streams so maybe you're making some money from products that you're selling Maybe you're teaching some classes, maybe you're offering one-on-one -on -one services and so forth. So you're looking really at what, what's happening in your business right now, looking at the different income streams, the ideas you have, the things you really need. 
And then you're digging deeper into whether the stagnation you're experiencing is really a reason to panic right now. And very likely it might not be. Of course, if you're not making money um, that covers your bills so that you're feeling, you know, this existential financial anxiety, which I really know well from the first few years in my business, so I don't want to minimize that in any way. But I think when we're dissatisfied with how things are, it's sometimes really good and really grounding to look at the numbers and say, am I making ends meet right now? And if not, then I'm just really going to focus on the things in my business that are making me the most money so that I can bring myself to a place of safety. And maybe the things I need to do in that period where I'm getting there are not the most exciting, creative, shiny things that I had wanted to do this year. And that's okay because I'm just focusing on being safe right now. And I trust that from that place of safety, I'll be able to grow creatively in new and beautiful and big ways that I cannot even imagine yet. So yeah, look at your numbers, decide if you actually have to panic or if this is just a bit uncomfortable right now. And of course, if you have to panic, try not to panic. <laughs> just try to be really clear on you know where your income is coming from and how you can increase that. Again, I know that's easier said than done sometimes, but at least you're dividing kind of the problem into smaller chunks. Another really important piece in periods of stagnation, I think, is looking at the kind of rest that we're getting. So I know for myself, when I'm feeling dissatisfied with how things are moving along, sometimes I'm not getting good rest. So I'm feeling like I'm pausing, but I'm not really recharging, if that makes sense. So maybe I'm not sleeping well. Maybe I'm eating things that don't make me feel good. Maybe I'm, I'm kind of physically feeling stagnant because I'm not making time to move in some way that's possible. Maybe I'm spending a ton of time on screens, especially at bedtime. Maybe I'm not making enough time to really spend, you know, hard to hard time with friends, not talking about work and so forth. So sometimes I have weeks where a lot of time is passing where I'm just kind of aimlessly pottering around, not really connecting with the things that feel meaningful and nourishing to me. And then obviously I also don't get to do as much work as I'd like. And that feels stagnant in a way that I would ideally like to avoid. And there's other weeks also where it just has to have to be realistic. I am in quite a bit of pain. My mobility is really limited. I just need to focus on resting as much as I can and accept that I'll be working much less than I would like to. But this is a different quality of stagnation, if that makes sense. And again, I think that comes back to self-trust and self-awareness around what you need and what might be possible at any point in time. Another thing that I want to offer is to really contextualize your stagnation. So if you zoom out a little bit here and you're thinking about this time in human history, then you'll probably agree that being alive right now is a lot. We are still in a pandemic. We're in year three now. There's a war. I mean, there's several wars around the world. Um, we're also now in the UK in a cost of living crisis. All of us have experienced losses uh, or big, big uncertainties um, in the last two years. And I think we're still getting to know each other again. Like we're still adjusting to being in each other's spaces again, you know, intimacy, like thinking about what we even want from that, 
thinking about the ways that we have used technology through the pandemic and especially lockdowns and what aspects of that we want to keep and what we might want to change. So there's just so much to figure out and maybe stagnation is actually a win right now, you know, because we're still staying in the room, we're still here, we're still engaged with the practice of building businesses. Isn't that in itself kind of worth celebrating? So yeah, and I think contextualization, of course, like that's different for all of us. Maybe you have a different story of what's going on for you or, or a different lived reality, but just look around you and really meet yourself with compassion and kindness and think about um, how you're probably making the best of a challenging situation. And before I go, I want to also offer the idea that it's okay to have really small goals when I've been asking my friends uh, at the turn of the season at the moment, we've just had the equinox yesterday, of like what are they wishing for the season ahead? Many, including myself, said, you know what? I just want to stay hydrated. I want to keep my dogs hydrated. I maybe want to make some small home improvements, but that's pretty much it. Like I'm really wanting a winter where nothing big happens, neither good or bad. I just want like ordinary life. Um, and to trust that <laughs> and I really yeah I've heard that from many people and I think it's it's real it's really valid that doesn't mean that you can't do exciting things or that maybe really beautiful things in your livelihood will grow out of that time but maybe it's also okay to have small goals for the season ahead, season ahead and one last thought as a final one is Sometimes when I feel stagnant in a way that's uncomfortable, it feels really nice to be of service in a small way. So maybe, you know, just writing a newsletter that's really coming from your heart where you're sharing a bunch of resources or maybe making a post on social media saying like, hey, how can I support you? Do you have a question? You know, I'm happy to go live and talk about that or just offering something nice to a friend because you're kind of coming back into reciprocity in an exchange, even if it's not exactly the way that you'd hoped, you're staying engaged in, you know, the creative process of being in the world. And that's really beautiful. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you're feeling a little bit better about where you add after tuning in. If you like this episode, I would so appreciate it if you want to share it or leave a view you that really helps. If you are listening quite soon after I publish this, please consider joining the livelihood community or checking out one of my courses or um, getting on my newsletter to hear what I'm doing in the winter and maybe joining my creative retreat. I look forward to it. Bye.